Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after-shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to an all-new Shadow Hunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. You guys know, we know, you're the best fans ever, so please keep all those tweets and comments to us coming. I have an amazing panel with me today. As you all know, Max Moore was not able to be here, and we will miss her terribly, but we have some apparel with us, and... You know, it'll yes. be fun to just have the old gang back together. Yes. We, we miss Aaron, but yeah. let yes. us know, guys, where we can find you. Introduce yourselves. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. And hello, guys. I'm Dakota T. Jones, and you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. Today, we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 10, Blood Calls to Blood. Yes. Whoa. What's wrong? I don't mind. Okay, because for some reason, I thought it was Episode 11. 11. Yeah. Oh, 11? Oh my god, you're right. You guys? Yeah. I'm in denial, I think. <laughs> I'm in denial, too. You're just like, I don't want this episode to be a did. thing. I even did. I wrote it as 10. You're so right. <laughs> no, uh, I'm in denial, too, because it's go- the season's going by so fast. I it know. really is. And it feels gonna... like it just started yesterday. Not only that, but this episode, like, sometimes I just, I, it's my favorite episode so far, besides last week's episode as well, but, like, the fact that all the things that happened in this episode, I'm just like, can we just go back and pretend it didn't happen? Yeah. So many sad things. But, I mean, we got a lot of answers, like, which was good. Breaking our shipping hearts yeah. here. Yeah, this is an awkward day for Becca, um, as you can <laughs> see her about. But, yeah. hey, I'm not place. giving up. Yeah. I'm not giving up hope. I don't know No, I'm not guys. giving up hope. And um, I know that some of you have bought some of this awesome apparel, Yay. and that's really great. Jordan from SF Apparel, that's E-S-E-F. You do it at E-S-E-F Apparel on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find them on Etsy, and so you can cool. buy this awesome apparel. All right, let's start with the first scene. You know, Michael Wayland is just coming out of his whatever dungeon, like dungeon, yeah. porta like potty. Old... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I from the first second we saw him there, like we were introduced to him, and that 
whatever place it was. Um, he seemed really sketchy to me. I don't know. I just didn't trust anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, after Kat had such a good <laughs> poker face, whenever we... One of our viewers, um, her name's Danny. Her username is at Malik's Angel. She, she was like, hey, this is my theory. I think that Michael Wayland is actually Valentine shape-shifting, and he's going to throw them off and then shape-shift back. And I was like, that's so good. I'm like, I think that's right. And then we told Kat, and she was like, oh, these people are so so creative. Like, man, they just come up with the best stuff. And I'm like, oh. And then you can hear me in the video. I watched it back, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I, it's probably not that, I guess. Because she was so good at, like, with her poker face, but then it ended up being just that. Well, it was, you know, a variation, kind of, of what we thought, but we'll get into that. Let's talk about when he first comes out, and Jace is still in shock of seeing him, but he's very ill Mm -hmm. from the demon... Stinger. Stinger. (laughs) Yes. Whatever happened. Yeah. Exactly. Poor Jace. I know. The whole episode. (laughs) I don't think things are looking up for him. (laughs) I mean... I think his only hope was Clary at yeah. the moment. And, like, he trusted his father. Well, Michael Wayland, he trusted him. In a way. I, I, yeah. I, I, no, I think he completely trusted him. Yeah, well, because he proved to him, like, yeah. oh, it is really you because of a memory that yeah. they yes. had had together. That they could share and talk about. Exactly. So, you know, Clary's there. They're trying to hold him up. But you can tell in Clary's eyes that she's still... Not really trusting yeah. of this person. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Neither. I'm with Clary on that one. It's it's very sad because like basically all of Jace's demons, you know, let's say his whole life has been losing his parents, especially mm. his father, and he's talked about it many times. So if this guy just pops up out of nowhere as like Jace is dying, and you know, proves himself to know a memory. Of when they he was young, then he's connected with someone else, and that's just one more person that he's gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. Because he's losing everyone. Right I now. mean, he already thought that he had lost his father, and then now he's back, and then you know maybe he'll lose him again. It's just crazy. It's just like Jace has done nothing but had lost his entire life. It feels like, and I feel like obviously you know Izzy and Alec have been there for him, but. I just feel like the guy is just having a hard time. Like, he can't ever make well, it out Alex of this fog. Right mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Alec's kind of abandoning him right now. Yeah. Well, speaking of Alec. But we love Alec. Yes, guys, just we love, love Alec. Alec. We do love Alec. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you guys, and we love <laughs> Alec. And Alec is on Izzy's side. You know, they are waiting to hear what's going to happen with her trial. And she... It's like she wants his help, but she also doesn't want his help because she doesn't really agree with him. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, there's the whole Lydia thing, and it's just, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. And I think that Lydia is a character that everyone has just hated on from the beginning. And it's one of those things where it's like she's just doing what she thinks she has to do. And it's so funny because I've seen so many people online, they're just like, oh, you know, she shouldn't have been in the show at all. And it's like, mm-hmm. let's not, you know, like the actress is a great actress. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people have been like attacking the actress saying like, I can't believe you're on the show. And it's like, she's just doing her job. Like, Strange- she's a great actress. She's Strangely enough, I actually really like Lydia. Well, yeah, at the I, end of this episode, we're supposed to. Yeah, right. Like, I even liked her in previous episodes just because... I like complex characters. She's very complex. And she's very complex, and you don't know what her, like, 
what her motive is. Like, it's not clear. And I think even still, even though we kind of like her now, because I'll be honest, like, she wasn't my favorite character, because I'm like, who is this girl coming in trying to ruin, you know, the ship that everyone has been trying to make? And it's just like, you know, I I think we're still not very clear of what her intentions are, even though we're we kind of like her now. Mm-hmm. You know, she's still mysterious, and we don't really know which side she's 110% on. She's kind of on the fence right now. Yeah, she's she's one of the many mysteries of the show right now, actually. Well, and something I want to bring up as I was watching this that I thought was kind of messed up was that Izzy and Alec legit think that Jace and Clary are in some alternate universe with the cup and are never coming back. I know, I'm like... like, Come on, trust them. I just wanted to yell through my TV screen, guys, we still have a few more episodes, you're going to meet up, it's going to be fine. (laughs) It's great. Trust them. Yeah, I think they, it's, Yeah, they didn't even seem that upset. No, they didn't. They're like, it's okay. They're not coming back. They've got the cup and they're lost in this alternate universe. And I'm just <laughs> it's like... It's fine. It's cool. Oh, my gosh. It's like, no, they're back. They're fine. Yeah. Um, one of the relationships I loved that's growing, and um, I have a new ship. It's called Sluk. Sluk? Sluk, yes. Simon and Luke. Simon and Luke. I love how Luke is helping Simon yeah. through this. And Simon is going every time that he doesn't know what to do... Going to the place that, like, he's not supposed to of the vampire sworn enemies, which is yeah. the werewolves, and he just keeps on popping up. Yeah. Luke's his buddy. Yeah. And I loved the scene where he was trying to teach him how to, like, blend in and be, like, a normal human again by, like, eating this steak or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And there's just, like, he pours the blood into the <laughs> cup, and he's like, here you go. And he's like, and that's supposed to make me look normal? Like, to just drink the blood and not even, like, eat the... At, at this point, I'm totally... It's so weird, but at this point, I'm kind of shipping, like... Luke and Simon. Yeah, I don't know. Luke. I don't know what's happening, but I'm shipping this. Well, I'm definitely shipping the friendship, you know. I yeah. think, yeah. It's, you know, we're not <laughs> turning this into some crazy show. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's such a cool thing. And I said, and Sluk. Becca agreed with me from very early on, that the relationship that Clary has with uh, Simon, you know, is just like Luke and, and Jocelyn. Mm. And I think that they are endgame, Luke and Jocelyn. Yeah. yeah. So. So. Who I know knows with Claire and Simon. Yeah, but you know, we'll come mm-hmm. to his reaction at the end of the episode. Yes. Oh, cuz yeah. I was a big fan of that. But I think we have some mixed emotions about that one. Yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely. So, you know, as Luke is helping Simon, they burst in with Jace, Clary, and Michael Wayland, and Luke's like, what? Dude, <laughs> you were dead. <laughs> cuz it's they were circle members together. Yeah. And that group wasn't huge. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me really wonder how... Well, I guess we'll get into it later. I don't want to give anything away yet. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I and, get ahead of myself, guys. No, I know. You know, I agree. I, I think there's a lot of unanswered questions yeah. with... It almost seemed as though either Luke knew at the time that that was not Michael Wayland, mm-hmm. Or that there was something more in Michael Wayland than he always thought yeah. was off. And he's known something in the back of his head. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. even, like, Michael Wayland was like, oh, yeah, I'm here now. It's fine. You know, trying to help Jace. And, you know, like, Luke's like, okay, no, seriously. Like, this is a bigger deal than you're making it. Like, you're alive. And I'm just wondering, like, has Michael like Wayland and... So casual. Yeah, like, if, if they were all a part of this group, was Michael Wayland or Valentine ever in the same room together, if you know what I mean? Or... Because that's kind of off, you no, know? No, they couldn't have been. Yeah, exactly. So I'm wondering, oh. like... Hmm. Why more of the people in the show haven't put that together already? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's a really good point. I don't maybe, know. Maybe Luke had been, had suspicions about that the whole time, and yeah, maybe I've, him mm-hmm. and Clary kind of connected. 
I don't feel like Luke would know, though, just because of the fact that he left Jace alone with Michael Wayland. So I feel like Luke, maybe in the back of his mind, he thinks something's off, but I don't think he would have left Jace with his father without protection if he really thought something was going on. You're right. That's a good point. Yeah. So when they go there, though, they're, it's just funny because they can't go to the Institute, which I don't 100% understand. It's like if they bring him in there and they have the cup and Jace is dying, they're going to help him. Yeah. But instead they go to the Chinese restaurant where all the werewolves are. And they... Love that setting. <laughs> Me too. It's I want to eat there. Like, I want to eat there so bad. No, I, I do too. With the first time I saw it, I was like, wait, where is this place? Except like, there would I, be dog food and all your, I mean, dog hair and all your yeah, food. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying the food sounds good, uh-huh. but uh, maybe, you know, uh, we'll have some kind of weird cocktail there because Simon said they have a great happy hour. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did say that to us, Um Okay, so after they get there, we know that what Jace needs to heal himself is human blood. Mm-hmm. And. It's against the accords for vampires to do that, mm-hmm. to have human blood. But, of course, they do. So, Clary makes Simon or asks him, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like, can we go to Raphael? And it's kind of like a weird thing for him. But he so wants Clary to be happy and to help. Yeah. That he kind of puts himself in a not great situation to do that when they go back to the Hotel de More. <sighs> I just, uh, I can't get over that. I just think it's so crazy how they keep going back to the Hotel de More, which is such a freaky place to me. Like, I know that Raphael has kind of been on their side, yeah. but at the same time, Raphael is not, like, the most, you know, 100% on their side. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling like if they keep going to him, it's only bound, like, something wrong is going to happen. Yeah, it's like he said to Clary, he's like, Clary, you have to stop, keep on showing up here like yeah. this. You but... can't do this. You cannot keep showing up into, like, a big house full of vampires. Like, one of them's going to eat you. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> like You're going to drink your blood. Because I... fairy blood, or, you know, angel blood, I'm sorry, angel yeah. blood is, like, the best smelling... I, I feel like uh, Raphael has uh, good intentions right now, like, as far as him helping Clary out. But he, he, yeah, like, he obviously doesn't agree with I, I, Camille's. I think he wants to protect her from, from the other vampires yeah. who mm-hmm. might lose control. And yeah. I, I think yeah. he's kind of, uh, like having a hard time with the fact that, you know, he doesn't feel like what Camille was doing was right. So he, like, kind of overthrew her. But then at the same time, he still has his hands in some dirty business, you know, when we see, you know, the mirror rise. And they've got, like, not just a few packs of human blood. Like, they've got probably at least, I want to say, 10, 15 bodies of worth of blood in there. Like I'm going to be real, though. If a vampire didn't have that, like, they would be such kind of like lame vampires to not have human blood and just you know that they're all so good it's unrealistic true very true yeah vampires are extremely realistic so yeah (laughs) yeah very much so well i would let okay let's talk about this really interesting moment because when i watched the second time you know i watched it a couple times i think three and it's one of of those shows you have to watch yeah Mm -hmm. especially with this episode though because you find things out at the end that then you know and then you when you rewatch it wait i want to see if i can exactly uh catch on so the moment with clary michael wayland and was very odd their first moment alone like she comes after they bring the vampire blood back to jace and Mm. they save him and jace is still kind of weak not the vampire blood i'm sorry the human blood from the vampires and before Clary goes to visit Jace, Michael Whalen says, hey, let me chat with you kind of for a minute. And she knew something was off. And the She's way... Yeah. smart. Yeah. She really is smart. 
And I mean, what did you guys think about that conversation? The way that they were talking, did she, did she secretly think like, oh, I'm talking to my father right now? Because I think there's part of her that thought maybe it was a shape-shifting yeah. situation. Yeah, I, def- I definitely think so. I think she knew from, I, I think she knew pretty closely to the moment after they Their first met. Oh, okay. Mike, Mike Oyland. See, I feel like she didn't. At the place. Yeah, I feel like she didn't know until after, you know, obviously, you know, Jace was feeling better. And he's like, okay, you can go see him now. But wait, I want to talk to you. I feel like she wouldn't have, like I like going back to what I said about Luke, I feel like she wouldn't have left him alone with him if she would have thought that it was Valentine. So I do think that she's just now kind of figuring it out whenever she's having this conversation with him. I feel like she knows something's off. But then once they really start talking, you can just see in her face. Well, uh, Michael said this really interesting line talking about Valentine that I wrote down. And I think Clary maybe kind of asked him about Valentine. And he said, would it help if you knew how much he loved her, Jocelyn, and how much he would have loved you? And then he said, like, maybe this is my destiny to bring, uh, you know, my family and yours together. And those two things, it's like, mm, mm. It's like, you're my dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're my papa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get why she Way wouldn't break have, old trust. Yeah. I get why she wouldn't have put two and two together, but looking back on it, you think she'd run in there and be like, Jace, we have to leave right now. Seriously. And yeah. The way that she plays it so calm. And, you know, we find out later that she's like, I didn't want to tell you, Jace. Like, I wanted it. I wanted, you know, I, you wouldn't have believed me. You would have, like, put up a fight. So it yeah. is kind of one of those things, though, where it's kind of like, Clary was kind of going behind Jace's back in a way and, like, keeping information from him that maybe could have helped them figure out the situation a little bit better than it happened. But think about how emotional Clary gets with Jocelyn. She literally throws everything she knows away and is willing to sacrifice other people's lives and even her own to get her mother again. Yeah. So it's like that kind of irrationality is the same way that Jace feels about his father. Yeah. So I think maybe she recognizes that. I don't know. I... I think she definitely didn't tell Jace just because I. It would have intensified the fight at the end of the episode, which we will get into to mm-hmm. later. Exactly, and so we had an, a, a nice kissing moment, which I think is going to be the last we're going to see for a while with those yeah. two. Um, but it was a pretty like intense one. So when she goes in to see him, Jace. They talk, and then they end up just, like, really, like, making out. Yeah. Pretty. It was very sexy, but it was also very, like, kind of angry. Yeah, it was like an angry makeout session. Mm-hmm. It was so funny because I was I was actually here at the studio when I was catching up in between after shows the other day. And I felt so nerdy because I was by myself watching, and everyone was passing by me. And when they were making out so angrily, I was like... Like, just smiling and, like, really getting into His it. And I'm like... His watching were great, because I had already watched at that point, and I was actually here, too. She just kind of, so, like, kept looking over at me like, I this was, kid. Yeah, no, I was watching him watch, and oh, it should be its own after <laughs> I've never smiled so much, so, like, passionately at someone making out. It was... I felt creepy. I was giggling. I was in you my were? bed watching it. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, But then, okay, so everyone teams up. Not our favorite team, because Michael's included. But, you know, we have Clary, Jace, and Luke, and Michael. And they figure out where Jocelyn is, kind of, at this um, mental hospital. This old mental hospital for, uh, what was it, smallpox or something? Something weird like that. Yeah, uh, the Renwick is what it's called. It just sounds like a disease. (laughs) It's over a river, which I'm glad they brought that up again, because you can't track anyone over a body of water. (laughs) 
Yes, exactly, Becca. <laughs> Becca's a singer. And I'm not. <laughs> a couple of things that they ask Michael during this time, you know, I think Luke and Clary are both like, and that's when Clary really realizes because he said that he knew her mother was pregnant before he died, which didn't add up. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I think that's when she really... Wait, can you say that again? Because that was the part that I didn't catch on as well. You were saying that he was... What did he say? He said something that he knew that his mo- that her mother was pregnant with her before he died. Before Michael before died? Before Michael died. And when Michael died, that wouldn't have been possible. Because he died before, I think... The just, it didn't match up. Okay. Exactly. Huh. And, yeah. So that was a big thing. Yeah. But also when things are a long time ago, you can I can understand why it's like, well, it could have been a few weeks or something that we're off and maybe people when someone's like caption or captioned <laughs> captured. Yeah. Captioned. In a like porta potty dungeon. Yeah. Then you know, things maybe may get mixed up in your head. I don't know. But what happens though is that they're all gonna go to the Renwick and fight, but Clary tells Jason he shouldn't go. Mm-hmm. Because he's weak. And he automatically kind of says yes. And uh, then you could tell how pissed Michael is. He's like, oh, what a pussy looking at his son. <laughs> Sorry, don't get mad at me, guys. But that's literally uh, what he basically said. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Not that exactly. Don't get mad at Sam. Yeah. yeah. What's everyone saying? What are you guys They're, laughing at? I'm laughing because they've came up with this thing for me. They call themselves Parabakotas. <laughs> like, it's like... <laughs> They chose it on Twitter, and like everyone's saying, Parabakotas, Parabakotas. And it, they want you to say it, Becca. Parabakotas. <laughs> no, make one for me and Becca. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Need, we need a name too, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Alec, Izzy, and Magnus. Uh, they, Izzy is going poor on Izzy. trial. Yeah, poor Izzy. And she decides, you know, that she wants Magnus to be her um, attorney. Which is like, he's a lawyer. Yeah. It makes sense. He's been around for a pretty long time. But it's just funny that they knew that he did this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he was great in that scene. No, he's great in every scene he's in. I just love Magnus. And we talked about the hand gestures last week with Kat. And yeah, those are always amazing. And she has Alec go to ask for her because she can't leave. And yeah. he he's like, okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> Team, <laughs> you're like Team Malik. Team Malik over here. Yes. And, you know, Magnus is pissed. Let's talk about his pissiness. Was it too much or was it justified? I think it was justified. And we justified. see him with his little pinky. He's like saltily stirring his drink. I was like, that is the <laughs> well, best thing. Well, he's always pissed when, uh, when Alec is like talking about anything that has to do with Lydia, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. He's jealous. Let's be honest, because he, well, he knows that Alec definitely has feelings for him and knows that he's making the wrong decision for him. Oh my gosh, Tina says, hashtag para buzzers. Ooh, para I like buzzers. that. That's kind of like our new shadow squad type of thing. Yeah, para Love buzzers. It. That's a good one, Tina. Thank you. So when Alec goes there, I think it's kind of a funny scene, and I wish Aaron was here today because I'm going to sound like a big pervert again. Um, <laughs> she always does it in the most like innocent way, but she's so dirty. I know, and yeah. I'm just like, oh. I miss Aaron. I know. You miss you, Aaron. We do miss you, Aaron. Okay, so Magnus says that uh, I will do you pro, bro- pro bono, is what he says. I literally paused and looked that up, that phrase up, because I was like, that just sounds like, weird. What? No, because it means like free, you know, okay. but he wants to trade, 
and um, at first he says the trade want he wants it to be Alec, mm-hmm. and Alec's like, "What else?" Yeah, <laughs> and then Magnus says that he wants sassy Magnus. Yes, yeah, his bow and quiver. Which okay, I know that like that's one of Alec's most important things, but to me that just sounded very sexual. A bow and quiver. I just. Is I anyone I getting this? I didn't think about that. Yeah. Now I'm thinking I'm not going to say it out loud, but, you Go know. Go for it. I'm just kidding. Nope, nope. Can't do it on this one. <laughs> You'll have to tell me after. <laughs> Becca, come on. I'm just <laughs> like five. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Let us know if you guys know what so, I mean. Someone on the chat can tell me if yeah. you understand. A bow and quiver. That's what he wants. He wants Alec first. He can't get him, so he just wants his bow and quiver mm-hmm. instead. You guys do the math. Okay. I didn't catch up on that, but now, now yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think, you know, he didn't really want his freaking bow and quiver. No. no. He just wanted his bow and quiver. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, though, because I was literally like, I'm like, what is Magnus going to do with his bow and quiver? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. now it makes sense. Okay, so to Luke and Clary, they go to the hospital, I guess, first, kind of to do a little scouting. Mm-hmm. And they see all the demons out there. And they, <clears throat> Luke talks about Michael's, like, rumored death. And Clary says to Luke, she's like, listen, this doesn't exactly add up. And then she asks how many years ago he died and blah, blah, blah. And this continues to kind of evolve. And it's just, I really hope that Luke doesn't, like, come out with another big secret. I feel like Luke has a lot of secrets, though. I feel like they just He's need... hiding a lot. But I feel like, I feel like he's hiding a lot. But I feel like he has good reasons for hiding what he's hiding because he's protecting Clary and he's protecting himself. Oh my gosh. I can't read that on air, Ruby, but that is probably not what we thought. I'll have to tell you later. Okay. Sorry. Uh, By the way, Sam, everyone loves your laptop. I know. Everyone's saying they love Ruby, thanks for the prediction, though. Yeah, you know what, Ruby? Um, That did not come to my mind, but, you know... (laughs) was close i mean it kind of you're, you're tying things together here close. and thank you i love my laptop case too i will tweet out where i got it on amazon it's super cool anyways uh thank you guys <laughs> anyway i love you uh, and you're hilarious we, we love you ruby yeah oh, let's get goodness. into the trial that happened oh you know? yeah jocelyn will be someone with a lot of secrets <laughs> oh exactly whenever Just she like wakes up yeah she's still <laughs> Jocelyn's got lots of explaining to do. I know. That's why I was. I really wanted her on here so I could ask her, "What's going on in your head right now? You're always asleep. Like, yeah. let me know what what's are you going thinking? on." Yeah, but yeah. what She's can like, you do? Nothing. Just taking a nap. Taking a nap. <laughs> so a long nap. During this trial, Izzy, you know, and then the um, what do they call her? The head of the clave lady. The head of the clave. <laughs> The Inquisitor. I'm sorry, guys. The Inquisitor. She's there. She's not taking any of it. I loved oh, yeah. her. I loved her. She reminded me of like yeah. a, she reminded me of kind Same of like reaction. a Sharon Osbourne type of feel. What unlike America's Got Talent? Yeah. She's like, no, Izzy. Because of the big X, you know. Yeah. She, you know, she just they want the cup back. And uh-huh. when Magnus does his trial, he basically says like, you should be persecuting the cup, not yeah. this innocent yes. woman. And I'm like, okay, it's yeah. a cup, guys. Put the cup on trial. Put the cup on trial. Yeah. Yes. And it's lawyer Magnus. It ends up that Lydia comes and speaks and changes her, her mind. mind. Yeah, I loved that. I, so much. 
I did, but it's like after calling the cops on someone and then they come and you're like, Never oh my mind. God, just kidding. And they're like, well, we're here. Actually, we still need to file out a police report and your friend's still going to get in trouble because yeah. you were crazy and called the cops. Yeah. She didn't need to do this in the first place. And if she really felt as though, like what she said is that, you know, and even Izzy, Izzy's monologue was beautiful. And it, she said that we oh. are half angels, but we're half mundanes, and mundanes have feelings and yeah. love, and, and they help people, and that's a big part yeah. of who we are. Mm-hmm. And you know, I guess I'm guessing that the way they wrote it was that that monologue was what was going to really change Lydia's mind, that it clicked somewhere in her. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wish we could have seen that more, that it, it that monologue click, and because. You know, when she came up and then rescinded the charges, mm-hmm. I was like, well, why didn't you just do that in the first place? Right. I know. And I know that she <laughs> hadn't, like, heard, you know, everything that Izzy had to say before then. But it it made me sad. Like, you know, Lydia calls the cops on Izzy and... Uh, cops. <laughs> oh, my gosh, <laughs> the guys. Clave. The, the clave. The clave. I'm sorry, guys. The cops. <laughs> I'm speaking in terms I know. <laughs> We're speaking in, but, in the human world. Yeah, Lydia terms. called the popo. Yeah, she called, <laughs> she called the fuzz and... <laughs> What? <laughs> That's what they call it in Missouri. Um, anyway. Um, now that we all know what it's called in Missouri. They call it, yeah. Okay, anyway. I just, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just think that she probably didn't have that, like, moment of, you know what? I think I need to hear her out until it was already happening. And well, then it was crazy. And it was like, this is not the time to, like, Lydia take your just, charges back. Lydia just follows the law. It's been said multiple times that she's just trying to follow the law. And... She, I don't think she really thinks about, like, how that could hurt the people around her mm-hmm. if she follows the law completely 150% of the time. Yeah. I agree, and I think that this is when it finally... I get that the pieces got put together, but I just would have liked a little extra thing, maybe connecting it to somehow her life, that yeah, something changed in her brain, because I don't know exactly what changed or how it did, but... They all start cheering when she resents his charges, and I love what Magnus did with his briefcase, yeah, like, <clears throat> and all the papers magically start like flying. And, and there's glitter happy. and confetti in there, and I'm like, where did Should you I, put that in there? I want to be a warlock, dude. I'm such a warlock. Yeah. I mean, to me, warlock are like men, so I don't know. Yeah. Ever, ever well, seen which, a yeah, you know, well, yeah. Like Witches. anyone who ever asks, because we've been tweeted at so many times saying, you know, what would you rather be? I would be a warlock, one hundred and ten percent. I think we all would be warlocks because I don't want to drink know, blood. Sam. I don't want to be, you know, a shadow hunter because then you just always like kind of just sucks. Yeah, you're always like in battle with demons, and it's like no thanks. I can't do the battle thing. Always having to burn yourself with the I'd runes be, and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd back away from the battle thing. Like, what would you do? Would you? No, yeah, I for sure would be. A warlock, or you know, if that didn't work out, maybe a sealy. True. Oh yeah, sealies would be cool. But they're also, you know, I think we're gonna learn a lot more about the sealies that we might not like because I know I in the so. books, like <clears throat> Meliorn's character kind of turned shady. So, but I, but I do like the mystical world. Yeah, I do too. It's so beautiful. It's really that was. Yeah. I'll be a warlock and live in the sealy world. It was really cool. So that <clears throat> the Inquisitor says, you know, calm down, calm down. We're still pressing charges, and it's until like, yeah, until we get the cup, then you know we have twenty four hours, I think. Yeah, and if they don't, then she will be stripped of her ruins, and you know have to leave the institute, which is basically a death sentence on her because yeah. demons know her. They, 
will figure out where she is and there's nothing she can do to protect herself. So, it's so now we're all having anxiety. So pretty much it's like the Shadow Hunters version of the electric chair. Hashtag pray for Izzy. Hashtag pray for Izzy. <laughs> well, and it's just sad that they think Jason Clary have just left them. Yeah. That it's like, okay, well, this is over because, um, you know, they're, they've abandoned us. Jason Clary are on an alternate universe making out while holding the cup. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no. what's happening. And they just, no. the, the way that they accepted it and they were moving on, they're like, all right, I'm going to die. You know, Clary and Jason are off in another world. Like, it's just like, no, like, you got to trust that they're going to come back. Like, yeah. I, I think it was weird how they really didn't think they were going to come yeah, back. It's like, like, you're a shadow squad, guys. Yeah, shadow squad. Come on, guys. Seriously. Well, I don't have, I, I do have a shadow squad shirt somewhere. I'll wear it. You know, it was, it was very interesting and... I I thought the trial was a very fun scene, though. Loved it. Oh, yeah. No, I love anything. I love anything, mm-hmm. I love the, anything the with madness in it. Yeah. Just all this stuff. Yeah. Seriously, though, the chair that the Inquisitor was sitting in, I want that chair. <laughs> it's like the chair on The Voice or something. Yeah, seriously. So cool. So then, okay, Luke and Clary and Michael and Jace all go back to the hospital. Renwick. And there is no, there are no demons there mm-hmm. at the time. And Michael says something like, oh, well, this is very Valentine. He wants to draw you guys in mm-hmm. and make you feel vulnerable to think that nothing is there. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's one of those things when you watch what? it back for the second time. Yeah, you catch on. Exactly. And it's, it's a very weird scene. So Clary somehow is in there first by herself. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, why? 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 Um, <laughs> and Luke and Jace and Michael are outside. Then some of the, uh, what do you, you know, whatever you want to call them. There's that one guy who always pops up that kind of looks like a not as hot version of Jace, mm-hmm. is what I think. You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to think. The guy that attacked, started attacking Luke, and he's always with Valentine. He's oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like an older, yeah. Yeah. And so. Basically, Michael says, Jace, we need to go in and get Clary when the demons and, you know, this circle member of sorts comes. And they leave Luke out there. And Luke basically is just like, just leave me. I will fight for myself. And they go in to get Clary. They lock themselves in this big room. And when Clary gets into the room, she sees her mom floating there comatose, drops her sword. And I'm just like, girl, come on. Like... And it, like, drops to the Girl, floor. Girl, that's a distraction. I know. I'm like, keep your weapon. Yeah. And it's like a little uh, lightsaber. It, like, closes up. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I, w- I was actually, like, I, kn- I knew Luke would be okay, I guess. But I was actually like, oh, my God, why are you leaving him out there? What are you doing? Why? Yeah. And, like, worrying so much that something would actually happen to him and he wouldn't be okay. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of knew he was going to be okay. Yeah. He was fine. I mean, we learned that. So when Jace and Michael come in, though, they lock the doors for all the demons. And Clary is trying to use the cup. And she was like, says something, you know, go for our enemy, attack our enemy. And they're go, they're still there. So it's like the enemy's in the room, mm-hmm. basically, is what I got from that, right? Yeah. When the demons wouldn't leave. And then Michael Whalen says, let me give it a try. <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah. And Clary gives him... I, I was like... When she gave it to him, like... What are you doing? I'm like, come on, Clary. So do you think... Because, because she was... She she told them, find Valentine. And I was like, okay, he's in the room. Mm-hmm. It's definitely Michael Oyland. Yeah. Well, we know that now because they were... 
still there around. So when he said, why don't you give me a try, she was like, oh, you're a Valentine, you're a fake, and I'm giving this fake one to you. Yeah. I think she had that planned Yeah, I for think for at least half the episode. While mm-hmm. she was commanding, like, you know, go for our enemy, her other hand was down. I feel like her other hand was, like, in her bag, touching the real one, because we see the demon, like, getting more, like, okay, we gotta get this guy. And then when she... So I think she was, like, while she was, like, holding the fake one, she was touching the real one. And, like, commanding them she's to, like, go at him. genius, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once, you know, she's like, fine. When she handed the cup over, and then he was like, why isn't it working? And I was just like, okay, like, what's going on? Like, you know, I feel like Valentine, once he, once he finally would have the cup, he would be able to control everything. So that moment, I was like, okay, something's not adding up here. And then, thank goodness, because for a second there, I was like, come on, Clary. I was just starting to think you were, like, the smartest person ever, and then this happens. Mm-hmm. But. And he does, you know, he puts the sealy... But not the Sealy, the, the, the Stele. The Stele to his arm, <laughs> the Sealy. Yeah. We're just yeah. getting all sorts of confused. He puts Meliorn right on his arm. Yeah, Meliorn's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, he puts, twist. Yeah, the, <clears throat> it to his arm. I'm still like, the Steely, the Steely, the Steely to his arm. And then it's like, oh, crap, it's Valentine. He yeah, I'm like, mm, mm, mm. Okay. And at first, you know, Jace is like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. How awful this is for you to do to me. I'm so brokenhearted, basically. And then uh, Valentine opens a new portal. Mm-hmm. And he's standing in front of it and tells Jace that he's always been Valentine. And... Ugh, feels. Yeah. Which... And then our, and then the clay ship is ruined. <laughs> yeah. Momentarily. Momentarily. Well, because... Cl- Hopefully Momentarily. <laughs> Because I think that Clary, you know, the whole time she's like, oh, this is Valentine as, you know, a shapeshifter, but it's yeah. not really his father. Mm-hmm. But then it surprises all of us, you know, that, for those that may have not read the books or know, but that it's actually Valentine and Valentine has always been his father. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love the clarification from some of the fans, uh, you know, about if he why valentine did that in the first place like why would he take on another shape and form yeah and be jace's father like to begin with or like yeah, now coming with. back no to begin with like yeah because that's all that jace knew as far as his father so that was his father but it was just like a fake person version, version of his you father. know what i think maybe this is just like a little early hashtag prediction for jace what? Hugs Hashtag for Jace. hugs for Jace. Aww. I feel like an, an early prediction may be that um, Valentine, while he was off, you know, we see the flashbacks of him always going off and, like, you know, he's getting into a lot of trouble. Maybe during somewhere around, somewhere around that time, he, you know, when he once he had, like, some downworld or blood in him, like, he would shapeshift and then he, like, maybe met someone else who was, like, not as he was in love with Jocelyn, but, like, maybe met someone else and then got her pregnant. And, like, the whole time when he was seeing this other person, maybe he was, like shape-shifting to, like, cover that. So maybe that's how that happened. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense? Yeah, no, that okay. does make sense. <laughs> My brain I know. Right now. <laughs> Sometimes when I explain things, I'm like, did I did I just say that? Is it okay? Like, <laughs> No, that made okay, sense good. to me, okay. actually. And, you know, so we figure all this out, which, and then Luke comes in, and he runs right to Jocelyn. You know, first thing he does, holds her hand. And, oh, what? Wait. Uh, Salty Crocs says Valentine did that because he knew he couldn't fight against them as a team and he had to infiltrate infiltrate them to weaken them and he did by psyching out Jace who was the strongest of all the shot hunters. Yeah. Like even when he was a child? But I'm just... No, like now. No, like now. Now, yeah. Okay, yeah. 
that makes sense. So Luke comes in, and they're still fighting with Michael. Now it's Valentine. Yeah. Sorry, now it's Valentine. And Valentine tells Jace, I'm your father. Yes, I'm also Clary's father. Son, come with me. Yeah, your sister can come too. I don't think he's a big fan of Clary's, quite honestly. No. Even though he's supposed to be her father. Yeah. It's obvious. I mean, he's like, your sister can come too. And it's just kind of like, okay. Like, it's obvious that Jace I mean, is the favorite scared. child. Yeah. <laughs> no. Can we talk about the mug? The best dad. The best, the world's best dad mug. Yeah. I died. I was oh like, I've got to find one of those and bring them on the show. That'd no, be hilarious. I'm like, Clary, so you're ironic. dope. Good job, Clary. Yeah. It was really, it was funny. But what what ended up happening is that Jace can't kill Valentine when he has the chance. He doesn't go with him. And Clary because, was about to kill him. Well, because, I mean, he's still, is like, okay, this is my father too. It was very like a Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, Luke, I am your father. Type but situation. but would, would Clary have actually killed Valentine right then and there? I feel like she might have. Mm-hmm. I feel like if any, because even Jace says you would have killed him, mm-hmm. and he's like, I am weak. Like you would have done it, and it's like, yeah, pretty much. Like mm-hmm. Clary was like, she's never I feel known. Like, I feel like she would have gotten close, but I feel like she would have been hesitant at the end. I don't just... know. I feel like she would have done it. Yeah, she would have just... Because I think also that she thought that uh, Valentine was lying. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you prove this? You're just messing with our brains. Yeah. How are we supposed to trust you that yeah. this crazy story is true? Yeah. He's just messing with Jace's head. Well, I just... I want to ask you guys a question, too. I mean, even toward... You know, at the end of the episode, it's like Cl- Clary's so happy to get her mother back. And I uh-huh. get that. And she's happy that Luke is alive. But she does not seem that disgusted as disgusted as Jace does when he looks at her after he finds out that they're half siblings. No, she doesn't. She's like, meh, whatever. I mean, that makes me think either that's weird, A, um, (laughs) or B, she's like, I don't think this is true, but I need to figure out what What the truth is is before I kind of, like, go back in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, Jace is taking this a lot more seriously than Clary. I think Clary is just taking it all in stride, like, it's okay, we can still be together. Because, <laughs> I mean, we even see, like, the scene where he's, like, um, kind of crying on yeah. his bed. And then she's, like, coming to the door. And then she says, oh, he's crying. I'm backing out. Like, <laughs> Jace. Clary, so sad. just want to hug him. Yeah. Hugs he's, for Jace. I mean, he's going to really go through a hard time. Mm-hmm. And we know that. And I think... He, yeah. He's been going through a hard time. And it's just going to get even harder before it gets better. Let's um, briefly talk about, one of the last things we'll talk about is uh, Alec and Jace. Mm -hmm. So when Jace gets back to the Institute with the cup, Izzy is freed, blah, blah, blah. You know, Alec says, or Jace says to Alec, listen, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. Alec says he doesn't want to talk. And Jace is like, you almost killed me. Um, And then Alec's like, well, you almost killed my sister. And um, They're both trying to fight for, for people they love. But they should all love each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they they should, but yeah, I feel like it's complicated. Clary is really, like, him. drove a wedge between, you know, Jace and Alec. I feel like if Clary weren't there, they would have obviously all still been on the same side. So it's crazy to see, like, one person can affect everyone's relationship. Well, what's interesting at that point is, is that Alec said to Jace in this scene, this isn't even really about, like, this is about you. Mm-hmm. You have a problem. You are weak. And he kind You've of gives changed. Clary the first leeway that he's ever really given her. You know, that, like, actually, Clary isn't the one that did anything wrong. It's you. 
instead of blaming Clary for everything, he actually starts blaming Jace. And it's, I don't know, it's... In, He's blinded by love. I also would like to make this comparison, too. So, there's Jace and Alec Parapetai, and Luke and Valentine are Parapetai, too. And when Michael Whalen was talking to Jace, when he was training with him, he said, you know, Alex, you're so, you're, so Clary, the girl, got in between you and the Parapetai bond. And that said it made him, you know... <gasps> And, but then you think about it, and it's like, well, think about him and Luke's parabatai bond, how messed up that got. And maybe that's why he was so, like, kind of against, well, on top of the fact that they're siblings, um, <laughs> against a woman, you know, coming in and doing that, because maybe he feels like that's what tore him and Luke apart. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think of that one, but that I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a lot, lot of, of parallels going on yeah. in the storyline. There's a lot of parallels. Um, but I hopefully Alex doesn't turn into I know. what Valentine is. Well, that's what the Inquisitor is really afraid of, because they feel as though they are seeing history repeat itself. Yeah. And in a way, I get from a very like political, straightforward point of view yeah. as to what happened with Valentine, who was like a good kid at the beginning. And he just kind of got carried away. I feel like they think that's what ha- that's what Jace is doing. And now it's going to come to be that oh, actually he's Valentine's son, and this is making a lot of sense. So you think that like in a new world, like if it was to start all over and things would go bad, you feel like Jace would be the new Valentine? Yeah, I think that that's what the Inquisitor and the Clave and okay. all of them think is kind of happening. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy because like for me, I feel like I don't know. I feel like. No, I think you're right, because Alec is kind of parallel to Luke, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the one always there, like, following the rules, and Jace has bent the rules quite a bit. So I get what you're saying. But we understand why Jace has bent the rules. Right. He's not done it out of, like, maliciously or anything like that yet. Right. But, like, maybe he's going to have to struggle with himself in season two, like, am I good or am I bad? Yeah, and I think that definitely season is. Two. You just, like, awakened something in me, Sam. I hadn't even thought of that. That's crazy. Season okay, dose. so the last scene I want to talk about before we get into predictions is... Luke and Simon. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I, I feel like there's several mixed emotions about this. Please share in the chat roll. We want to see all these mixed emotions. What did yeah. you think of it? Okay, so, you know, Luke and Simon are back at the Chinese restaurant, and they're just, you know, catching up, and... He is telling, Luke is telling Simon everything that happened. Uh, Simon's like, all right, that's crazy. Bye. And then Luke goes, that's not it. And Simon's like, yeah. Because he was like, I'm always going to be alone. That's what Mm -hmm. started it. He's like, I'm always going to be alone. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) You know, poor guy. And Luke gives him hope. And I honestly, when I was watching it, when he did the thing with his eyes, like, I got you. I got you. And I always knew that. And he says, you know, it turns out Valentine's is Jace's father, too. And Luke goes, but that's, that's Clary's dad. <laughs> yep. Well, that means that they can't. Yup. Yep. <laughs> they can't. Then, then he smiles. Yeah. And now it's like he is. Because, you know, and vampires' emotions are very heightened. So this, you know, he could go from being like, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life to being, I have hope. And it happened so, so fast. Cute. It went from he's like, like a little, he's like a little puppy. I know. It went from like no hope at all to, all right, well, I better start uh, planning a Clary nice wedding. So yeah. what day is good for <laughs> Hotel de Mort to rent it out? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I'm going to go talk to Raphael right now yeah. about like Be having, my best man. Yeah. You know, having this weird uh, joint Shadowhunter slash vamp wedding at the Hotel de Mort. Let's yeah. do it. Big event. Big event. 
It was a really, really cute scene. I loved it. I, I really liked this episode, yeah. too. Yeah, no, I, I... If Clace can't be together, then Clary and Simon, I would approve, but... I mean, I still like Clays. Yeah, maybe <laughs> next season we'll have to get like some teen like climbing hats. Maybe we'll have <laughs> some climbing for some of next season. Hey, yeah, yes. that'd be great. Climbing, yeah, that's one. I mean, it kind of sounds like a. It sounds like a. I don't know if I like that name. Climbing. I don't know if I like it either. Climbing, like. Can we come know. up with a, something better? Slary. Slary. Sounds know. like Slary. Yeah. Slay. Yeah, come up with some ideas, guys. Yeah. On that note, let's get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, Becca, take us off. Uh-oh. Okay. So. Oh, basically... I was talking about predictions earlier, and I totally forgot what I was going to say. But... What, I, do you, what are you I, feeling about the Jason Clary in the next couple weeks? What's going to happen with that? Well, that ain't going anywhere good in the next couple of weeks. I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like in the... Bit, like, Clay stuff is going to be just away for a while. We're not going to see that. Um, oh... I have a good prediction. Mallet guess? Yeah. Maybe. Everyone yeah. thinks that. Mallet Everyone's guess? saying that right now in the comments as well. Um, Next week, the episode is Malik. I yes. have I have two really good predictions that I actually got from some of our viewers. And no, I'm kidding. one of them is at AV underscore Yash. And he said that he thinks pretty much at the wedding in the next episode um, between Alec and Lydia will get crashed by the Forsaken. I was like, that would be cool. I would love to see that, like, right as they're about to, like, make their vows and, like, something like that to happen. That would be really kind of cool. Ooh. I just got a really bad prediction. Oh, really? could be right. Ooh, say it. Okay, so Lydia was not a part of the books to begin with. Yeah. So, what if at the wedding, she dies? Oh, my gosh. (gasps) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That would be so crazy. I like Lydia. I know. I, I do, too. Um, but... Uh, so, you know, I love events episodes of mm-hmm. any kind. Weddings, whatever. This mm-hmm. is going to be a really fun one. I do think that, you know, the easy prediction would be that Magnus is going to, you know, I object. Oh, my gosh. But, yes. yeah, that's like, too easy. Yeah. So, yes, I think that will be attacked by the Forsaken. Yeah. And Valent, like, it's, you know, it's not going to be good. And I think that Jason Clary, I think, I really want some more, like, kind of inner... Dialogue Ruby says, why her. would you say that, Sam? Same. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I just think that it would be very dramatic. and I can see it happening. Cause... They write in a character mm-hmm. in the show to kill off. Like, it may happen. Yeah. I, I, I've never even thought of that, but that's a good one. Yeah. You really made me think today uh, about no, a few things. There's quite a few people in the chat who also are talking about how they want uh, Hodge, more Hodge in season two. Speaking of Hodge, a lot of people, um, there's a lot of people tweeting that they think that Hodge is the mole, the one who's been, you know, relaying information back to the I could the see cleared. that. Mm-hmm. I could so see that as well. But I but I like Hodge, and I do want to see a lot more of Hodge. Yeah. And we like John Corns. Yeah. yeah, and I know that we will see a lot of them in the next two episodes. Oh my god, I can't believe I wrote episode 10. That's hilarious. <laughs> 11. 11. I know, it's 11. Okay. It's 11. <laughs> I know that. I'm just okay. laughing at myself because I don't want this to be over. I know. I wish it was episode like 5 right now. Let's we could pretend still have we're a bunch. on episode 5. Yeah. Pretend. 
And, okay, so I do, I think that, you know, there will be some Malik stuff, but right. if there's not going to be any Clay stuff, then, you know, I I want Izzy to have, a, you know, either do something else with Meliorn, I think, but Meliorn might come and be bad, and we find out those things. Yeah. So, I'd love to see another, like, sexy scene with her and Meliorn, or her and Simon. That can I happen. Mean, I feel like at the end of the season, they're going to do a little teaser for that, for mm-hmm. for Sizzy fans. Me too. I think that it's Sizzy. a little early for Sizzy fans, but I think that Sizzy is a thing. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think that they'd be cute. I'm, oh, there's so many ships that I, yeah. I know. That I like. I can't make up my mind, guys. There's I'm one more prediction. Really time. There's one more prediction I have. Um, it's from at Nephilim. Is that how you say it? Nephilim? Nephilim? What's Nephilim, Nephilim Updates. And it says, oh, yeah. I feel that Jace will Ew. say something which will indirectly help Alec to follow his heart. And, you know, maybe we will see something like that in this next episode. Maybe Alec and Jace will have a heart-to-heart. Or maybe Jace will say something or Claire will say something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I'd like to see Jace do it. I would like to see Jace to reunite. I want to oh. see them like get along again. Well, on the Jace note, to, to tie this up, I think that he's going to be like, oh my god, Valentine's my father, so I'm evil too. And then he is going to kind of start like maybe acting evil or run away. Because it's in his head. I would be so upset. Yeah. I would just be like so upset at that. I, I think that maybe is what's going to happen. But before we go again, speaking, guys, thank you. Or well, Speaking of our ships, <laughs> let's tell them about our uh, Love Octagon uh, oh, yes. giveaway. Okay, Love Octagon giveaway, guys. So we're going to get some more stuff with this. Sorry, Mark. Um, we're gonna get some more, like, you know, bedazzle this, but here's what you can do until now into the finale. Go to iTunes. Give us a rate and review. Five stars, please. Yes. Yeah. And send us a screenshot of you, of the review. On, on Twitter or tag us on Instagram if yeah. you don't have a Twitter. And we'll be looking at it, too. And after you do that, then we will raffle it off with all of your names on the finale episode. And yes, we will ship to uh, international. international, but it might take like a month. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if someone from international wins, then we will ship it to you guys. Yes. So, Write us a nice review, like something cool, like yeah, you know, yeah. write a review too. What you Rate love us about the show and, and write, the show. A, yes. write a review. And guys, don't forget to follow and go to SF Apparel. It's E S E F Apparel. And that you can find that on Instagram, Twitter, and on Etsy, and they have all this awesome gear. Okay, so now we're ready to go. Sorry about that. Thank you guys <laughs> so so much for tuning in. We love you all. And where can everyone find y'all on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T Jones. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43, Twitter and Instagram, SamDavidsonEntertainment.com, and Snapchat at Sam. Davidson. What's my Snapchat? Oh, Sam yeah. Davidson 25. <laughs> okay, I was like, I know this. Love you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Parabuzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 